Got a fucking claw in each paw, and I'm ready for a quest, fellas. It's game what quest. What does that even mean? Ugh. It means I, it means I got two... Nasty ass fucking... I'm going to die on the hill that white claws are delicious. Jordan, are you familiar Ugh. with a white claw? No. White claws you know are cool spiked. Like no one's even talking about them, you know? So it's like they're under the radar and... <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so also, I should well, know about them. You honestly should know about <laughs> everyone. Them, fucking, yeah, it's yeah. it's honestly probably the worst product that could have been released for Lyle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like yeah, literally yeah. worse because Lyle doesn't drink, but Lyle drinks a fuckload of seltzer water. Yeah, that's pretty true. But uh, yeah. Anyways, it's just a spiked seltzer water. I like them because they are not they're not like sugary. They're not. There's no sugar added to them. I don't believe. Anyways, no sugar added though doesn't really mean much. Well, they kind of have the taste of like think Lacroix, but somebody spilled vodka in. <laughs> so it's just a vodka just, tonic, essentially. Yeah, it's nasty. Is They're what it fucking is. Good. <laughs> As so are vodka good. tonics, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Anyways, it's game quest. Now that I'm now that I've been defeated. <laughs> <laughs> I got a we claw on each it. paw, man. I got a claw on each paw. It's fucking give me the news. Or no, we defeated you. Oh, fine. Okay, well, I am Stand. Trace, and I, I am Trace. Stand I am down. defeated. I am defeated. I'm Jordan. I helped defeat Trace finally. Feels I'm good. Bad. I sat by and did nothing. Fucking, it's fucking riding the high, man. Hey, Leroy. La, la, the the artist formerly known as Lyle is here. <laughs> His thing is lighting up, but he's he's not showing up. So Lyle, yeah, well, you know how internet there. goes in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah. I'm Lyle. I still have bad internet. <laughs> Anybody have any other white claw? Ne- well, that's just a picture of water. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Well, Lyle <laughs> sent a picture of carbonated water. So yeah. sweet, <laughs> sick. Anybody else have any uh, fucking anecdotes they want to throw out here real quick? Anyone want to talk about what they're drinking for no reason? Uh, I'm drinking nothing. I have nothing near me this time. It's not water. Cool, you should go and get some water because it's good to hydrate. It's a little too late. So okay. we're just going to go and I'm not going to hydrate and I might just pass out because it's fucking hot in here. Awesome. I had to turn that fan off and I'm already sweating. <laughs> Do you have a sweat rag? <laughs> I don't have that either. I don't have anything, man. You're I have a hat. I'm going to have a hat. I'm going to put this hat on. There we go. That's going to soak up some sweat. The 80s <laughs> are coming back. You should wear a bandana, dude. Sweat right out. No, I'm good. No. <laughs> Thanks for the You're offer. Welcome. I appreciate you looking out for me. Yeah. All right, that's all of us and the weather and our drinks. <laughs> uh, there, we, there, was, there was some video game news. I think we can expect to hear a little bit uh, about uh, a little bit about some cyberpunk, a little bit about some Death Stranding, the usual shit. And for both of those titles, we know nothing more than we thought we did before. Uh, yeah. We, like, we got like a screenshot for Cyberpunk. What? I don't know what kind of news there is for that, but uh. I don't know what you just pulled from where. But <laughs> oh no, I saw you guys talking about you guys were both yapping about Cyberpunk earlier, and oh, uh, I just said we're getting like an hour of gameplay at the end of the yeah, month. At, at the end of this month, at the that's end of the news, Gamescom's at the okay. End of the month. <laughs> There's been exactly one revelation in both of those games, and that's uh, or not both, or either of those games, and Cyberpunk is going to have a new game plus at some point. So that's the only <laughs> actual new information, but I kind of assumed that from the beginning. All right. What else was there? Look, there's a reason I'm avoiding this segment, and that's because the news is shit and the world is shit. So why don't we just dive into the poop filled crevice that is America, shall we? Okay. I don't know how I, if I like how this is going. Right. But yeah, let's jump. Well, you may have heard over the weekend that uh, 
our great country, as some have called it, experienced two mass shootings within 13 hours of each other. One in El Paso, Texas, and one in Dayton, Ohio. Well, there's one in Colorado, too, if I remember correctly. One in Florida. Was bigger well. than either of them. So, was that over the weekend? Or the, no, uh, that was earlier in the week, wasn't it? Was that, that it's might been, have been a fucked week. up week? Yeah, it's, been it's shit fucking week and year oh, and decade and just a lot of things. Uh, it's super. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say without turbulent. Like, I think you could call everything turbulent. I, I just, the fucking the acts themselves just completely oh. deplorable. Fucking yeah. Terrorism is there's the, is the word for it. Terrorism and, and yes, terrorism and let's not shy away from what it is. The reason we're talking about this right now is that oh, hang on, real quick question: Has anybody here committed a mass murder? No. Has anybody here played video games? I know this is kind of a video game. Podcast. I've never. I just wanted, uh, no. Weird. Okay, I well, you go to zero percentage. Create very, very random cuss words, but that's about it. Oh, yeah, I didn't say I don't say I've horrible said, things. I've said a cuss word or two for sure. I have anybody not that's rated with me knows how loud I get, but I mean, I'm not going to go <laughs> shoot up a Walmart. <laughs> so yes, uh, then the consensus here is that uh, out of four people who play video games, nobody has committed a mass murder. So it's a small sample size, but. I like our odds here. Anyways, what's up, Jordan? It's incredibly scientific. Uh, So our president, let's say, came out and he gave a very, very, very good rendition of somebody reading a teleprompter. And he decided to call out the facts. We decided to play him pretty much everything but guns for this, both of these issues and previous issues. Instead, he and many others are blaming video games yet again. Because I thought we'd been fucking through this before. I didn't realize that when people said that uh, that this was the first real president we had since Ronald Reagan, I didn't think they meant that we were gonna like get this literal with <laughs> with <laughs> the fucking, like a literal time machine back to the no, Reagan. So or, one of my favorite comic strip sites, a penny arcade, they literally pulled a comic that they did. 20 years ago about this exact fucking thing and posted it on Twitter. And it was like, it's been how long that you've been having this raging debate that isn't even uh, a debate that has multiple studies done that prove no correlation to any of this shit? Like, it's, look, it's not even a debate. We'll we'll get there later. Um, Yeah. So this is a place that we're back at, despite the fact that I don't even know how many fucking studies and reports and scientific endeavors have come out and said that yo there's no link between these two things well isn't i would almost say that there is a a reverse link that it is like a reduction in violence because it's an it's a safe outlet that doesn't hurt anybody other than you know like call of duty chat rooms on xbox 360 you know those were those questionably had some uh had some damaging qualities to them but yeah yeah and i don't know that any of them have gone that far but they have definitely said that yo we did not find a link between people being physically fucking violent and playing video games and people being violent and being excessively poor oh yeah oh okay (laughs) there's some of that but there's also video games excessively poor too yeah yeah it's true actually that's what they should look at poor plus video games equals violence uh, and i think we can confidently say that right mm. we're some more scientists here yeah <laughs> yes we are <laughs> but <laughs> thankfully the hypothesis checks out thankfully there have been a number of people who are not scientists who will tell you that you do not need to be a fucking scientist to see that video <laughs> games do not cause problems because 
I don't know. I don't know if y'all know this. I don't know if you listening know this. I, some of you are not from America who are listening to this, and and America is welcome and uh, I welcome you. and uh, you should probably listen to El Salvador and not travel to America because um, <laughs> I think it was El Salvador. Anyway, America is not the only country that has video games. I don't. I don't know if you know this. Like we're not. We're not even the country that has the most video games, but we're definitely the country with the most guns and the most guns that kill people. You don't need to be a fucking scientist to make that connection. Yeah, and that's like that's not something that you can you can't say that's true or false. Like it's <laughs> there's no arguing that. Yeah, like this these are just, you know, let's just take a look at the incremental facts. So fucking the president South says Korea, Japan, Germany, fucking everywhere. Everywhere has them. Those are the leaders and we are the ones shooting at each other. Why? Let's point out the fact. I own a fucking gun. I, I own a gun games. as well. I don't want to go out and shoot some motherfuckers, no matter how bad yeah. they get. Like it's Jesus weird. Christ. Me and Matt are good friends. We play video games together. We even get frustrated with each other, and we both own guns. Are and we are we are within a walking distance of each other, and we are not having gunfights in the fucking street. Well, there's only one way to handle this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you at noon. So this is obviously just. A terrible fucking time and apparently there are some that just really want to have a scapegoat and i may have a reason for this again this is not news necessarily but i'm going to say it anyway there has been a bipartisan gun control gun control like back uh universal background check bill in the senate for fucking six months now it's been in there since january right mm. bipartisan Mitch fucking McConnell doesn't want to do anything about it. Blocking Mitt. Big fucking shock there, turtle looking motherfucker. <laughs> there might be a reason for that, and it might be the over $1 million the NRA contributes to his fucking political campaign and endorsement and all of that shit. I guess that could be part of it. It might be. It fucking might be, and I'm sure that he is not the only one that the NRA is funding. So, again, we must sit down and deal with the fact that everybody thinks that video games are making people into fucking violent murders yeah yeah to that i say y'all are fucking dumb yeah i'm real dude i don't head. i don't know if i think kind of just wrapping this segment up i don't want to spend too much time talking about the nauseating qualities of politics this is supposed not supposed but let's make this a fun place but uh i it's it's a real fucking bummer that things like not polluting and trying to do better for the planet and trying to do better for humanity and like maybe like taking action when a lot of people die it's a real fucking bummer that those things have become like a a a, a partisan issue it's a bummer it's a bummer why that trying to survive a partisan issue right yeah why yeah why, yeah but every time this happens both parties use it as a uh, platform to dig their heels in and be like oh well look it's because of this and that and this and that and even before offering any kind of condolences or any kind of anything it's already like boom they've got that agenda down i think yeah. that i think that steps will begin to be made when the when when leaders not the country i think the country's already realized this that there's not a sole source of there's not a single source uh for gun violence in america there are there's an overwhelming you can't just say it's mental health and then say that it has nothing to do with guns. There's a huge balance of like the way like the way people think today, the the climate of how social media has made us interact with each other and disconnected the link between our brains that tells us that there's a human on the other end of your words or, you know, that some people are just trying to feed their family or uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't want to get. I don't want to get too into this. Evil's gonna evil, but you can at least make it harder for evil to evil. Did, did I tell you that story about my grandma on Facebook? No. My dead grandma added me on Facebook. That's Some, nope. oh, that's weird. This is <laughs> no, but but anyways, she she posted some sort of opinion, and I tell her all the time, like, eh, don't do that. But some guy that we worked with was all, hey, fuck you, you fucking liberal. And it was just like, whoa, that's weird. We, like, they worked together for like six years or something like that. It's insane what Always people pleasant. throw away just because they hear one opinion of somebody. Crazy. And like I was, I was talking today, you can, you can have, you can put a Republican and a Democrat in a room with each other, tell neither of them the other person's affiliation. And if the Democrat says, yeah, I, uh, I, I've changed this and this in my life because I like to reduce my carbon imprint because I don't, because I want to prevent, uh, what I can for climate change. Boom. You are labeled a liberal. You're not uh, labeled yeah. as somebody that cares about the planet. You're right. just labeled We're, as a, as a Hillary loving Democrat. Right. And we need to, we need to shift the focus. And I know that taking the high road, especially against a turbulent group like the right, it's hard, but I think sometimes that could be the solution, not the solution, but that could make things better. Well, I think none of us are political analysts and this is a garbage topic for us to be on. So we should hey, probably cool. move on. Look, all the people that talk about it are also not political analysts. So fuck that. I think we should all play more video games. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it's going to be a few stories before we get on to cheer your topics. <laughs> is it at least <sighs> video games that are bummers? <laughs> yes and no. it's video games crossed with humans but in like a real way and not like a made-up way this time so e3 no no this one lovely this is the esa and e3 just happened to have a document lying around on their website with the personal information of every journalist who registered for a media badge at last year's e3 (laughs) and someone happened to find it and put it on github and somebody happened to report on it before it was taken down. And then a lot of people happened to send death threats to journalists. Damn, dude. Video game journalists, just so we're clear. Anyone who registered for a media badge at E3. This could have been fucking Jake Tapper from CNN. I doubt it, but it... <laughs> <laughs> there, there are people who go to E3 that are not necessarily video game journalists. I would have loved to see Tucker Carlson at E3. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's just watching, walking around bitching about everything. I was trying to steer us away from that. I know. I'm sorry. I just pictured his no, so, stupid ass there. So he, that's the fucked up shit in a nutshell, right? Like, you don't need to send fucking death threats to journalists just because you don't like what they have to fucking say. I'm just going to cover. I'm just I'm going to open a little umbrella term. You don't need to send death threats to literally anybody. It's true. Do something fucking productive with your time. I do not fucking care. Don't be a how fucking much you hate on the internet. A, po- a politician, or how much you hate a journalist, or how much well, you hate your fucking what neighbor. Those, uh, what about I, those people that do phone sales? You can, <laughs> I, okay, I, you can send them death. Not phone sales. You mean the ones that they just try to scam you by saying they're the IRS? Well, no, but like somebody who works like over the phone for like a big phone company. Yeah, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, fuck them. Yeah, yeah, I've never, I've never met one of those people. But uh, send them death threats. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up, and it gets even more, well, slightly more fucked up. It turns out they had lists for older E3s as well. 
just kind of fucking <laughs> hanging out in the wow. ether several years old information of people who are probably not in the industry anymore or whatever pretty fucking damning for the esa and e3 in general because are are you gonna want to go back there are you gonna want to register for that shit Damn. again <laughs> well i mean if you went last year you may as well just suck it up because your information's already out <laughs> yeah i guess but if you're a new fucking person they're gonna say oh we fixed it like we're not gonna do that again but do you, <laughs> do you know do you fucking know i don't know I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh, actually, okay. So on the topic of of a big convention type uh, entity fucking up big time, did you have Evo on your list? I do. Evo is coming up soon. Okay. Stay tuned for Evo after this break. <laughs> there will be no break. We're gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, did you put your your finger on your ear to listen to your earpiece before you no, said no, that? I, I pointed at my monitor. I fuck it like I, yeah. Awesome. Nobody, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Visual <laughs> descriptions on a podcast are great. Let's keep right. it up. This is not Evo related. This is so much worse than Evo, but not quite as, as bad as the other two topics. The Ooblets developers, which is a game that I had no idea about until I think Jack drafted it last year, have announced with their reasoning that they are going to be an Epic Store exclusive. Their reasoning, I believe, in a nutshell was that, hey, they promised us this many sales. We need that to stay a fucking float because we're a business. Well, the internet didn't like that very much because they don't like anything that has to do with anything, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so more threats of violence and racist abuse flowed from the fucking Twitterverse and in their discord you know, and here's what's great you're like hey man there's no correlation to fucking violence from video game and then you're like video game people were violent recently <laughs> on the internet uh, oh okay <laughs> so it's more passive aggressive that, that much i very much fucking <laughs> believe when you they can be anonymous and just be a small right. anonymous that is john gabriel's greater internet dick one theory anonymous person yes. plus anonymity equals dickwad like it was a fucking dickwad and they're not even being anonymous anymore it's just like here's my personal twitter account fuck you and i hope you die it oh god yeah maybe we should just shove video games down maybe we should just do that right? like <laughs> yeah let's just get fucking get rid of it absolutely just like we did with comic books when everybody freaked out about that right that uh -huh. those are gone those don't exist anymore right yeah mm -hmm. no not at all yeah so fuck dude i don't i'm out of the capacity to um yeah you know you know what i mean like it's just been so much shit on top of shit and these developers don't fucking deserve this for making a business decision and the likelihood that a lot of these people who like flooded their discord was probably people who had never even fucking heard of this game before they just <laughs> yeah. want to flame somebody for just taking their game to epic to, yep, yep yeah they're like oh it's fucking chinese money like fuck you first of all no second of all no so <laughs> people if you're listening to this and you get bent out of shape over shit like this, stop doing that. You're part of the problem. Your your life is not going to fucking end. Now, there are people who have legitimate concerns when this happens, and I want to call that out because while it does not justify, you know, making threats to people, there are certain countries that the Epic Game Store does not support. Like, you know, let's say, for example, South Korea. Like, they, they do not support that currency on their platform so that these developers taking their game somewhere limits them on that aspect. And there are people who have been like, hey, like, that store doesn't support my country. I can't buy your game now. And that sucks. So there are, there are legitimate problems here that come up, but it's their game. It's their company. They're allowed to do what they want to do. So I think y'all should chill. 
Can we have a new segment on the show that's just y'all should chill? <laughs> yeah, chill I think it's fuck out. <laughs> it seems like this shit happens every fucking week. But anyway, it's going to get slightly better, and I promise you, this is only slightly. Evo. Evo happened. Or is happening? Is it still going? I think it's uh, over. Okay. It might be over. It might not be over. During their Tekken tournament, or after their Tekken tournament, or whatever, they uh, Tecmo started to show some... I'm sorry, Bandai started to show some tease about their upcoming DLC characters. And that's all well and good, right? Like everybody loves new fighters for fighting games when they're reasonably right. priced. But then Evo themselves decided to throw what is essentially a codec conversation between Solid Snake and Harada, the producer of Tekken, where Snake says, and I quote, that was some good ass Tekken. <sighs> this led many people to believe that this was the most on the nose tease for Snake in Tekken. They've done, you know, guest characters before. They have fucking Negan in their game, so why not? Well, it turns out Evo consulted with nobody, not even the fucking Bandai people or Konami or apparently David Hayter, and they just wanted to throw a quote little joke into this fucking thing. Whoa, wrong crowd to joke with. It rubbed literally everyone the wrong way, including David Hayter, who said, yo, feel, don't fucking do that again. I feel like that's a fandom that does not have any casual fans. And the casual fans are not going to fucking Evo. <laughs> For sure. They're not showing up the fighting game tournament to be a fucking casual. Oh, God, that's so fucked up. First off, second off, yikes. Uh, like, Konami's not doing shit with it. I understand that. But you have David Hayter out here saying, yo, you didn't consult with Konami. You didn't consult with me. Don't fucking use my voice to promote your other fucking games. Like, don't do that. He may have said a few less fucks than that, but I'm just editorializing because I know how he feels. <laughs> it's fucking it's fucking wild, man. Like, who does this? These event organizers are really fucking up this week. I'll tell you that much. Uh-huh. All righty. Let's get into some better news, right? Some of these are not like the greatest news, but you know what? What, whatever, man. We got a soldier on. It's better right? than the last half an hour. It's better than <laughs> certainly, yes. So, Ninja, the Twitch streamer, the Fortnite popular popularity person. I don't know what I'm trying to say. He was pretty big on Twitch. He had 14 fucking million followers or whatever. Like, he was on Ellen. People know who Ninja is, right? Do you guys know who Ninja is? Like, have you seen him? Uh, yeah. I, I know of him. It's like but, colorful uh... hair and shit and his... For uh -huh. playing well, he signed an exclusivity deal with oh, Mixer, God. which is yeah, uh, Microsoft's that. platform. Um, this kind of took people by surprise because I would, I would, this is a guess from my standpoint, I would guess that the largest stream on Mixer prior to this probably averaged in the triple digits a fuse, a couple hundred, maybe some people in thousands. It was not the primary source for right. pretty much any of the big people, which is a shame because the Mixer tech is actually really fucking good. So now they have Ninja. He just straight up dropped off a of Twitch. Uh, apparently, and I didn't confirm this, apparently after he lost like a pretty large chunk of his actual subscribers. So I don't, I, I have no way to validate that at this moment, but definitely a business business decision uh, for him. It looked like a lull to me. Like it looked like something that just, it's like a natural cycle. There's no big thing going on. No new releases and like no new content that everyone's excited to see. So mm -hmm. he's, probably just on a natural downturn you know well, i mean all he does is play fortnite and fortnite updates like every fucking week mm -hmm. <laughs> so i don't i don't know it's weird like yeah he reached his peak he streamed with fucking drake and then i don't know apparently there was a downturn anyway and then he, he did the fucking floss with the new year's crowd and they 
Oh, God. What's going on? Did you see that? that was- <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I'm not endorsing yeah. Ninja's lifestyle at all. But anyways, there, it, this is interesting because there's no official number that's been thrown out, but I've heard anywhere from 20 to $50 million he received for doing this. Mm-hmm. What? Obviously. That's yeah. There's well, no way they're going to make that money back. Plus, uh, uh, we're gonna I get don't there. know. Streaming is a very lucrative fucking business, and you know that there will be ads all over the place. And I guess you can charge a fuckload for an ad spot on Ninja Stream. Yeah, absolutely, you can. Um, absolutely. I mean, that's how he makes his money, right? That's how streamers make their money, unless they Probably. sign a deal like this. Well, honestly, okay. So I don't want to peel the curtain back too much, but um, somebody I know went to school with Shroud. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's a former Counter Strike player who's. I would say in like the I would say in like the top five of popular streamers. Would you agree, Jordan? And uh, maybe not by numbers, but he's at very he's very popular because he's very fucking good at every game he plays. Yeah, it's insane. But anyways, I actually got to like talk to him on Skype a long, long time ago, and this is before uh, this was before he was like huge. He was still playing Counter Strike a bit professionally but he said that sometimes he would he would start his stream and within like 30 minutes get like five grand in donation yeah and that's that donations alone also and then you have subscribers so shroud and this is this is semi-recent i don't know what he's at now in the last year or two i would say he hit 20 or he hit thirty thousand subscribers twitch takes two dollars of the five dollars that you pledge when you subscribe to somebody and the streamer gets the other three dollars so i don't know if y'all have run the, the numbers in your head yet the man was making ninety thousand dollars a month off of, so yeah that's yeah. it there is an insane amount of money to be made by the streamers and that just means there's even more to be made by the, the streaming sites and the and the people that advertise on Ninja Stream because that's a very solid way to get your product to a ton of fucking eyes. Yeah, well, and I mean, yeah. you're not just paying for Ninja; you're paying for everyone who's attracted to that. Yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, this is like probably going to be a really big dis- like business decision for Microsoft for a few reasons, and and that's one of the reasons is he he immediately brought over a hundred thousand subscribers in the first day. Um, mm-hmm. They had this like. Um, subscribe to ninja for free thing that was running i don't know if it's still going but uh oh actually yes it's going through august they so, just gave out 20 million dollars worth of free subs yeah so they they not only paid him a shitload of money they gave out a bunch of free subs which i'm assuming it acts like twitch where they're like monthly so it's just like you know get you hooked sort of thing um i'm sure this has some sort of contract stipulation for ninja who said he plans to stream every day every single fucking day and so I don't know if you guys know about Ninja at all. He used to be a Halo pro. Oh, okay. There's a new Halo coming out pretty soon. Oh, is this just a marketing ploy? I can see that easily. Yeah. Wait, who I owns think... the? Wait, wait, wait. Who owns the the streaming service that he's on? Microsoft. Okay. Yeah, Mixer is okay. completely Microsoft. I don't know why I'm acting like this is like some crazy conspiracy shit. This is public fucking data. <laughs> yeah, this is just public data. <laughs> and. It's a real good way to get your new Halo game in front of a lot of fucking people. A lot of people, who have, a lot of people who've been watching Fortnite for a while and are maybe growing up and going to get tired of it in a couple of years who might just fucking jump ship with Ninja and make Halo one of the biggest fucking games, at least for a little bit when it comes out. Speculation, entirely speculation. But I 
don't think that's entirely a coincidence. Maybe that's where they figured they could give him so much money because it would not only give them ad revenue to be made, but it was also going to give them possibly just like straight up copies sold. Yeah, I feel like that is going to be I feel like that's in the contract somewhere. It's like, hey, when Halo Infinite comes out, you you're fucking playing that game. You're going to play it every fucking day. You're going to play it for your 14 plus million fucking people. Oh, dude, what if Microsoft just enslaved the poor man? And, and it's like in his contract that he has to play seven days a week. I Fuck it, dude. I, play, it. I would str- there is literally nothing on this planet that I wouldn't do to have 20 million dollars in my bank account. I name it. I will fucking do it. I wonder. I'm not going to name anything, but I wonder. Try to name something that I'll say no to. <laughs> Suck 20 million dicks. Easy. That's a lot. Dude. You know how long that would take? How far to completion, though? Like, do I got to completion? To completion. Yeah. To completion. Twenty. Absolutely. Twenty million. Have any of you guys watched? I'm gonna die before I. Yeah, I've seen it. Yes. (laughs) The fucking. The episode. I don't care if I have to go in there and personally (laughs) jerk off every person in the (laughs) yard. The the dick to floor. Oh god, I don't know what that reminds me of. Overall, they title it the the dick jerk algorithm. Yeah, to to get that money, you're going to be sucking dicks for the rest of your life. But you're going to have that money, so I, I, take, take I it or leave it. I got I it. I, it's in my bank account. I guess I would sign a contract for one That's, dick a day for the no, rest of my dude. life for twenty for fifty million. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say twenty million, <laughs> dude. That means a dollar per thing. Insane. Like, yeah, exactly. Fuck, dude. <laughs> You could just no, you actually go for that look, job, and you could make a lot more than that. <laughs> look, you're not actually going to get to 20 million, so it's going to be more than a dollar per. But anyway, if you get in with politicians, you're you're living that 20 million dollar <laughs> lifestyle. <though. laughs> just, just yeah. All right, that was really insensitive to say. I need to not glamorize uh, no, pedophilia in the government. No, there's a lot of terrible shit happening, and I don't like any of it. What I, I do like is not pedophilia. Is not, not see you had to fucking bring it back. Why do you got to do that? What are you going to say? You do completely, like it? completely unrelated. We're moving on to a different subject, which is Sony and their PlayStation Four and how they've sold a hundred million of them, and they did it faster than both the Wii and the PS2. That's where we're going with this. Cool. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Wait, the Wii is in second place to the PS2. I think the Wii is in first place. What? A, a lot of fucking casual people owned a goddamn Wii, man. I get owned a Wii, man. You can't own little people. <laughs> Look, he's dead. I need you to not make that. We man passed. I think so. No way. Or I, or, or I just fucked no, up. He's alive. Oh, uh, I thought he did. Who am I? He was. He was mm. born in Italy. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> oh well, yeah, that you means. dumb bitch. He was born in Italy. You're not dead. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at these numbers here, and apparently the Wii only sold 101 million. So, yeah. PS2 is at 159 in the lead. So, yeah, anyway, they did it fucking quick, and yes, that would be faster than the Wii. And I, it looks like it's on pace to be the biggest fucking thing. And you remember, so what, that came out six years ago? Remember about seven years ago when people were like, oh, console games are dying. We don't know if we're going to get another console. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is what's happening after that. The big fucking. Did you guys watch that um that Patriot Act thing I shared? Yes. The fucking how staggeringly profitable, not profitable, but like how staggeringly high the amount of fucking worth this industry has. Oh yeah, that was insane. Fucking film industry, Hundreds music industry. Well, it was it was film, music, NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL all combined are not as much money as the game industry makes. Mm-hmm. It's nutty. That's, that's a fucking lot of money. Anyway, 
I just thought that was crazy, so I wanted to mention it. Now, Destiny 2, also crazy. I've been hearing lots of crazy shit. Lots of my... not Yeah, I guess a lot of my friends are hopping over there, so I think the clock is ticking down for me to jump onto Destiny. Look, <laughs> we'll get to what I've been as, doing. As soon as it hits... Uh, that cross save hits, I will be pretty much division and destiny two on PC for like the rest of my life. <laughs> However, their free to play version and shadow keep have been delayed a little bit. They will be coming out roughly three weeks after plan. Thank fuck. That's <laughs> all I am saying. Cause that close to borderlands is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah, I, I can agree with that, even though I'm not like the biggest Borderlands dude. Uh, so they did roll out saying that they're going to add like some events and stuff to kind of bridge that gap for the people who were are kind of missing that and who are looking forward to it. They also did say that the cross save stuff is still on track for earlier than September. So it should be this month is what they're saying. So that'd be good. Well, August is the only thing earlier than September that we have left. So I hope <laughs> so. You know what? That, that is very, very true. <laughs> so I, I would hope so. Uh, moving on, actually, Trace, you know, this was the next thing, but I, I, I thank you for <laughs> not spoiling it for the general audience. Yeah, I just wanted to throw it out there. I just headbutted my microphone. <laughs> Look, I've done that at least three times, and I, it makes me nervous every time. So, <laughs> Anthem is a game that still exists, despite their best efforts. Anthem they is a game that is currently in its death throes. They finally launched their Cataclysm update, which is only three months late. That, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> this, this has been fucking wild. So, I haven't touched it. I might not touch it, but I did think about playing this and just seeing if it was worth my time right for this 15 almost 16 gigabyte update so i don't i don't know i can't speak to what this is doing but i can tell you what they say it's going to do it's going to give you new missions it's going to give you a cataclysm whatever the fuck that actually means i don't know it's going to give you some alliance system changes and it's going to do a bunch of other like nitpicky shit for like percentages and stuff does this sound like something that anyone actually wants to does it say anything about stability i don't think it does then fuck off <laughs> look like general bug fixes and improvements maybe it's in there i don't know there's a bunch of shit here but none of it says hey this game is going to be more fun to play and it's going to be more varied and it's not going to be the same shit over and over again N none of those words are in here so oh my god i i don't <laughs> look I, I thought about it then I watched gameplay videos of the Cataclysm, and I was like, this is literally a certain activity from Destiny, just reskinned. I am not reinstalling. And look, the playing part of Destiny has always been the best part of that game. Uh -huh. So why play a game that plays worse? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, Bioware, just move on to something else. <laughs> anyway, more good news. Uh, Psyonix, makers of Rocket League, have announced that they are removing the paid randomized loot boxes from their game this year. They're going to shift oh, over to a, a platform that has the store. It's going to show you items that you can purchase, just presumably with microtransactions and money. And then you can... You can just buy the skins outright? Yeah, and that shit will rotate out on like a daily or whatever basis. So That's pretty cool. I hope that I hope it does just as well, if not better for them. Because, uh, I mean, I, I may actually log in and support them just because I like that model. Yeah, like I like it and I don't. So it was you, you love that randomized aspect to it, which is fine because look, I, I I I like sitting at slot machines. I will not fucking deny that. <laughs> so I'm not gonna sit here and try to take any moral stance on loving the randomization uh 
satisfaction when something goes good for you. Yeah, but I mean, like, here's here's the actual thing about that, right? So currently in the game, you can pay for loot boxes, or you can pay for keys to open loot boxes, actually. But you also, through certain, uh, like, challenges, like their Rocket Pass and all this other shit, you get keys just for playing. So I've opened, I don't even know how many loot boxes just with keys, spending zero money on this thing. And at one point, they also have a trade-up system. So if you have like, just like a bunch of shit, you can trade in five items of a like rarity and it'll give you one of the next one up. So back a ways, I just did a bunch of this. Like I just traded up a bunch of shit. I was like, I don't want any of this. I'm just going to get the highest level shit I can. Well, I got a skin for a car that's worth, last I checked, roughly $130 just for like spending nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the the ability of that to get something random without paying anything that I like. But now if I see something cool that I actually want, I'm like, man, I have a surefire chance of getting this, but I have to pay for it. That yeah. is like, a, it's like a little weird. Like it is cool. I, honestly, in a perfect world, they would have both, right? Like if you really want to fucking do these loot boxes, right? There's no harm in that. I mean, it, depending on who you talk to, right? Like there's people that say, oh, but I guess they, would have to, are- they probably have to lower the odds on the loot boxes because I feel like when you have loot boxes, sometimes it just takes so damn, or it can take so long. Sometimes you can get lucky and get the, what you're looking for on your first box. Other times you can spend six months or in the case of like Overwatch, sometimes it's seasonal. And if you don't get it in the amount of time, even if you spend money, sometimes you still have to wait another fucking year just to even attempt to get it again. Right. But but even even now that I guess it adds to the reward kind of when it finally happens. Yeah, and I like, like that it, and that's it's what not it is, like putting right? you it's not it's not putting people out of it's like it's not putting people out of their homes. I would hope I really hope. Right. Like it's you're trading off the the like reward and the virtual clout you get from having a rare item. You're trading that for the security of somebody who's buying. Right. You're yeah. making it less addictive, quote unquote, though. I don't like I'm sure that that's a thing, but I don't feel that just to just to have people who can be like, yo, I was on the day that this was available and I bought it. So cool. Right. However, there are fucking thousands of items in Rocket League. If they rotate, let's say 20 a day, it is going to take you like a year and a half before the shit cycles back around or before you find like the one thing that you want. Right. Like that's. Right. that's where the yeah, actual still problem looking, comes in you're looking at a level well i think they're just moving the randomization to a different area to where it feels less like putting money in a slot machine walking away yeah that's true because that's the connection that gets drawn and they're they just move the randomization to another place because sure you can buy whatever the fuck you want out of the store but if the store changes every day you're it's it levels the playing field and i guess i can see how it would be uh i guess preferable it's, over the other but think, also uh, on the subject of loot boxes if you fucking hate them don't buy them like i i used to be one of those people until many arguments with jordan and i've really i've completely 180 and i'm just it doesn't it doesn't bother me that much if a game has loot boxes what it does it pay pay to win that's what we all agree on yeah that, that's not yeah. story entirely so yeah destiny Absolutely. also just recently changed their system uh so you used to get these things called bright engrams which would contain store shit and you still get them but it's only for the year one shit so it's stuff that most people's already gonna have so now they have it by season so you got the seasonal armor the seasonal ships that kind of shit that are there for real money if you want it or if you grind out enough shit you can buy it with the in-game currency and that and that is what cycles mm-hmm. on a week is the shit you can buy for the in-game currency so yeah. it's a lot better i think because if i want to spend 20 bucks and get some armor in a ship then i can do that and not have to worry about it for the next and then it's kind of like a subscription almost at that point yeah i 
I'm of the opinion that the more options, the better, right? Like if you yeah. if you can earn the in-game currency, albeit at a very slow pace, also buy whatever you want, also have this like randomized way to get something. Like I think that would be ideal. I people just don't want to deal with the random loot boxes. Like there's it's been outlawed in countries, you know? So that that is not the way that people want things to go, but I, I like what I think it was the last NBA live game did. There were loot boxes. They were entire. You could not spend money on them. And I think that is kind of cool. I think if they just it. ramped up the amount of currency that you got. But I mean, they're putting putting your money behind something like there's a mental connection there. Yeah, for like, sure. Even if it's only even if it's only a few bucks, if you put a few bucks in and you get like a skin that you've been wanting, it's it's fucking dopamine central i've i've been there and like uh to relate it to what i've been doing this week is wow i've been uh playing a ton of wow but back in the day i'd run a, a raid for a month and a half and sometimes i would see the piece drop that i needed and it would go to someone else but like when you finally equip that fucking piece it's like oh boy yeah i agree with that very much <laughs> all right um so we got some other stories here these are going to be a lot quicker um jacob's not here so we'll just run through this one real quick uh so fig the crowdfunding platform that most people know for psychonauts 2 uh also had investors set up for wasteland 3 well microsoft bought the publishing rights to wasteland 3 much like they did with psychonauts so fig is actually paying out a 132 percent return for each investor um, based on the fact that they will no longer be publishing the game and they will have no, you know, residual income coming in there. So guaranteed the 132%, I think for Psychonauts, it was like 139 or something. Um, so bad move or bad deal for them. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's guaranteed money, uh, but there's nothing they can do about it. Right. Like they, Microsoft bought double fine and, um, the company that's making Wasteland 3, whose name escapes me. So Fig has no agency in this, you know, so they, they're at least making good by giving it an additional percentage and not just like, hey, here's your investment back. Suck it. Like, sucks for you. So I don't, you know, I, I doubt that actual like regular plain Jane people and video game players actually put enough money in to see any sort of like actual return on this. So it's just kind of a kind of a nice, a nice thing for them to do for sure. Um, other stuff we have apex legends is finally getting a solo mode for a limited time next week um i think that Yeehaw. is for a limited time <laughs> yeah so they want to test it and see how it goes yeah the, the thing about apex and the thing uh, like the reason i like only threes is a because you have a consolidated playlist so you're not gonna spread your player base thin you know uh, for example there's a mode in battlefield 5 that i like to play called Frontlines. only Maybe like two weeks after the game came out, nobody fucking plays it anymore. There are zero servers up for that. So when you consolidate to just threes and you have like your casual and your ranked now, it it just ensures that you can find a game, right? You're not splintering it too much. But also like the characters synergize with each other. Like it, it is definitely a, a teamwork thing. You know, there's one that launches smoke and one that can fucking see through smoke with assault. When you're playing solo, there are probably going to be fucking three or four of the 10 characters that just don't get played because they don't work by themselves. So it, it's just, it's going to be weird. Like, so a week of this, I think is good. We'll see how people like it. And then if they do, they can absolutely bring that out. So we will, we will see about that. Mm -hmm. Um, in Hitman two news. Um, I don't think we talked about the fact that they have said that they're working on Hitman three. Um, I think they said that like last week, two weeks ago, Wait, they they're also, doing episodic shit like they did for the first one. They, it might be episodic. We, we don't have an actual like information on that 
right now, but they're working on a third one. They're still updating Hitman 2, and they brought back the homing briefcase. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> so, oh my god. They took this fucking glitch and they turned it into an actual item in the game where you could just throw your fucking briefcase and it'll just home in on the motherfucker as they keep walking. It'll go around the corner. Uh, that was that was like the best glitch I've ever seen. <laughs> and I love it because Hitman 2 is like such a serious game. Like its story is very serious. But the shit you do in that game is totally at odds with that. And uh, the, the best one for me is still the exploding golf ball. Like that had me laughing my ass it's off. Really fucking good. There, <laughs> there's a mission. I think it's in the first Hitman reboot, the episodic one, where you dress up as the drummer and you like straight up go through a drum session as oh you're like God. fooling the rest of the band. It's fucking. Hitman has always been wild, and I love that they're embracing that by adding like an actual super wild fucking item in this game. I think that's great. Um, let's see, Red Dead Online. Would have, have any of you guys like touched that since maybe nope, the since day? I, okay. I keep saying I'm going to because they've Same. added some shit, and then it's like I don't want to do that right now. I'll give it some more time. Yeah. Yeah. And then by the time I actually go to play, I'm probably going to be so far behind that it's not even... I don't even know that it's possible to be behind at this moment in time. So now might be the time. I, I'm thinking about reinstalling it. I might actually do that tonight. Uh, they did come out and say that they're updating the online again. And this time they're going to add roles to the game. So you can you can either be a bounty hunter, a trader, or a collector. And it's essentially just three different ways That's to earn money. That's shit, dude. Yeah, it's, it's really fucking cool. Um... Obviously, you can hunt down like rogue players and NPCs with the bounty hunter uh, animals for the trader, you know, trade in your hides and stuff. And for the collector, you'll get like a metal detector and you can just go out and like try to find treasures and shit. So uh, that's way cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're not like locked into one. So, you know, it, it's it seems like it's going to be like skill trees and you just kind of level up where you want to and you could to- totally be a jack of all trades eventually did they ever fix the you know asinine going to town get roped by someone kind of bullshit that, that i don't know i i that, cuz that's what made me stop playing because it was absolute horseshit you just got to run with a posse they can't rope you all at the same time well, it, it was it was like the grand theft auto everybody is out to kill you just because even if there's nothing worth for it and you saw everybody on the map at all times like that kind of shit so yeah like i would assume that they have some sort of passive mode by now because gta 5 does that doesn't mean that they do but you know yeah anyway uh call of duty modern warfare had a multiplayer reveal and i think that looks pretty fucking sick that game is taking some serious tom clancy inspirations and that you know all you gotta do is say that and i'm already half chub you know they had me for the first 30 seconds and then it went to the typical Call of Duty shit. And I was, meh. If yeah, it so was that they... slow, methodical, you know, soldiers versus terrorists, like one shot kill, kind of like Rainbow Sixy feel to the entire thing, I would be on that in a heartbeat. But this is just the same run and gun, get well, your kill streak. They have modes for you. Yeah, I, Def- I, you guys were talking about the Spec Ops thing, so I may have well, picked yeah, up. Yeah, I, I mean, know. there's Spec Ops. Um, they're also adding in, I think they call it a night mode, which looks fucking sick. So it takes their hardcore and just ramps it up even more. Night vision goggles, all that shit. Um, you know, no mini-map coordination, two bullets, you're down, that sort of stuff. Uh, so the gameplay overall is definitely a lot slower. It's a lot more tactical, and, and it looks like the perfect cross between old-school Battlefield and even like semi-recent Call of Duties. Uh, and they're going to do a beta in, I think, next month. So about a month before the game comes out. 
Um, and that beta will showcase the crossplay stuff, which is has been like a popular subject over the last year or so. And they also said that they're going to handle crossplay based on what you're playing with. So, you know, you can play with a mouse and keyboard on an Xbox and that'll match you up with PC players who are also doing that. If you play with a controller on PC, you're going to be on regular, you know, PS4 and Xbox players who are just playing with the controller. So that's a real smart way to do that because otherwise keyboard and mouse people are going to shred you no matter what. Oh, for fucking like, sure. <laughs> that, that just, if they're halfway decent with it, they're going to kill you immediately. Um, so I think that's very smart on their part. And that was that was exciting to hear. Uh, one more update about Total War Three Kingdoms and their dynasty mode. Matt? I want it so bad. Uh-huh. It's, it's the stupidest shit ever, but I want it. Did they just put dynasty warriors in Three Kingdoms? Or like, what so, the fuck? <laughs> basically, because in Three Kingdoms, your hero units are so fucking overpowered to the point of taking out a 10,000 man army by themselves. So they thought, why not add a horde mode where you control three heroes <laughs> against hundreds of thousands of enemies? And I'm like, that's fucking sick in a Total War game. I want it. Fucking sick. That is coming out for free and that is coming out Thursday, August mm-hmm. 8th. Fucking, that's cool. That's cool. It's <laughs> cool as shit. <laughs> All right. A little bit of movie news here. Uh, we have officially learned that Andy Serkis is going to direct Venom 2. Yep. That's that's what that is. I don't, I don't really. <laughs> Venom Two is happening. I think is the actual story here. I, so, I'm fine with that. I I did enjoy the first. I'm yeah, no the, complaint. The first one was a lot of fun, uh, and this will be Circus's second directed movie. So we will mm-hmm. see how he fares in his sophomore effort. Uh, Disney Plus has pricing and bundle information. So you're looking at seven bucks for Disney Plus alone, and then thirteen for Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and ad-supported Hulu, which I think is... Yeah, I did not see that that was the ad-supported Hulu, because I get that through my Spotify already. Yeah, oh. that, that's a fucking bummer, first off. Um, second off, I who who's paying for this $13? I mean, there's, there's somebody, right? But, like, the ESPN Plus offerings that I've seen have not been awesome. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe they're gonna ramp it up. I don't know. But seven bucks a month will get you all this fucking all of these Marvel shows and most of Disney movies and all this other stuff. So I, there's definitely going to be people out there who are like, I have kids. I like sports. Let me just get all of it. Yeah. Right. I won't be one of them. I'm just going to buy the Disney plus for seven bucks when Mandalorian comes out. And then that'll probably be it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll 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 just wait till all of it hits and then I'll just binge it in a month. (laughs) Yeah. Everything I I want to see. (laughs) They're, they're releasing it piecemeal. By week by week, so I will probably finish it when it actually all yeah. of it comes out. Well, I just like, mean like everything, like Mandalorian and that WandaVision, and oh, you know, those yeah, might be yeah. the only two I care to watch. So 2021, I will be subscribing and watching all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing before we get into the the other shit, uh, this is not news, but early viewings of Joker are happening, and one person describes it as cinematic Ooh. achievement on a high level. Oh fuck. <laughs> Uh, very uh, it's Joaquin Phoenix that's the reason I'm watching it so <laughs> yeah th- there are a lot of really really good stuff coming out of here um, I will just read this one quote here from uh, the Toronto Suns Cameron Bailey first of all it's terrific so it should play on our largest stage but it's it's a really original take on comic book movies and on the Joker character in particular it's not based on an existing story it's one of the greatest actors in modern cinema joaquin phoenix in the lead and robert de niro is in it as well one of the best actors that has ever lived so like that's that's your de niro plays a a a big role apparently phoenix obviously and then not adapting anything like we we all kind of knew that shit um but 
Also, he says, it has an interesting tone and approach to it. It's set in the late 70s, early 80s, and it feels like it was made then. It's gritty in its look. It references Scorsese's filmmaking, and it feels like a cinematic achievement on a high level. Although it's working with very populist material, it has great ambition. So, fuck yeah. Let's let's do it. Like I love I'm when early shit comes out, and it's not like, yo, this sucks. You need to rework it. Because, yeah, that sounds like a fucking hell of a good time. Yeah, and cue all the people hating it because it's not baseball. Yeah, well, we all know that's going to happen. All righty. What'd y'all do this week? Who wants to talk about the week that most of you didn't do anything? So, you know, we'll just get that shit out of the way. I did some shit. Some shit. Oh. I did some good shit. I did some bad shit. I did some okay. really <laughs> fucking bad shit. Um, start with the good shit. I got back into Destiny uh, fairly heavily. Um, it's real good right now. It's real good. Uh, the, the shit they've added in the second year, absolutely a fucking blast. Um, I'm working my way through the Black Armory at the moment, and I love it because it basically lets you forge your own weapons, and it's sick, and it's like a 10-minute horde mode that doesn't require you to, you know, spend 5 million hours in the, the activity, setting right. it up, doing it, getting... Uh, oh, that actually, that's the best part of it. So all the shit previously, with their other two expansions, part of the reason they sucked is because you had to have a full group to do them, except it wasn't match-made. You had to hope to God somebody was there doing it when you were. The new shit they have, including the six-man thing, is all match-made. Mm-hmm. It's such right. a simple fucking concept, but it took them a year to get it straight. And <laughs> getting an actual group together to be able to do these is amazing. It's fun. It's a blast. I'm looking forward to where it's going to go. Um, I'm not running out of anything to do anytime soon because there is so much literal, there's so much shit to do, and it's amazing. Uh, so that's right. good. Um, then once crossplay comes out, or not cross, cross save comes out, I will be switching over to PC completely because oh, that's yeah. when I will dive back into everything. I think. <laughs> Put it um, off as long as I can. Oh, there's so much shit. Oh my god. I, I guess it's a good thing you have like another month to, to catch up a little bit. Um, yeah, for sure. Then I watched. It was not really new. It was new to me. Uh, they put out a Gundam series called Thunderbolt, and it is based in the Universal Century, which is the more ultra realistic uh, kind of military take on it. And that. The fucking two movies they have of it so far absolutely destroyed the shit out of me. Uh, they are brutal, bloody affairs and have some amazing fucking kills. It's like uh, <laughs> a beam saber, which is a giant lightsaber melting through a hole of a ship and just atomizing like four people standing right underneath it. Um, wow. Gundam hasn't been like that, has it? Uh, like- since the origin, when they started redoing the Universal Century to be like World War II in space, basically, uh, it's gotten there's some shit. Um, okay, okay. They, they've they've showed a lot more. Basically, it's not like bloody bloody violence, but it's showing like, hey, we gassed an entire colony, and here's all the dead people sitting where they were where they died, basically. Uh, that okay. kind of shit. Okay. So, right. um, that was good. And then after watching that, I was like, hey, there's this Gundam game that I've been waiting out to try out called new gundam breaker it was like yeah, this is gonna be mm. some stupid ass fun you know build some shit go beat up some shit and then build some more shit i saw the reviews for it it was like a solid six out of ten i was like ah whatever it's gonna be fun so i buy it this is the worst piece of trash <laughs> i have ever fucking touched like i got an hour into it and refunded it on steam like <laughs> the targeting like it, it started out okay i was like okay cool yeah you know i can paint my little dude i can paint my gundam you know i can put all kinds of different parts i can put some fat ass bear guy parts on this and not 
and just go crazy with it. And then I get to the actual game and it auto locks onto everything. A oh chest, God. the health, the enemy, the other guy behind you. So you're whooping around like a motherfucker. And there was no option to turn it off as far as I can tell even though the patch notes said there should have been. So that was a bitch. And then this thing controlled like a PS1 fucking racing game with the <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, no. I don't know who decides to put the basically the sprint, the boost, on the X button instead of, you know, like clicking in on the pad so you have an extra button free and you don't <laughs> have to sit there and sprint when you should be attacking. But fuck you. It sucks. Dark Souls does that. That's who. <laughs> <laughs> but Dark Souls is at least... oh that's Um, so disappointing god and then the worst part of it is like you're taking you're supposed to be taking your creations out into these levels and the levels themselves are cool like it's like a game shop and you're these little tiny six foot tall robot dudes fighting two foot tall robot dudes and it's just like you're playing with your fucking toys as a 10 year old it was it's a cool idea it should have been fun but this is just shit but when you take damage your parts break off. So your carefully constructed, carefully painted machine is now just this ragtag piece of parts by the time the mission's over. And it's Mm. so stupid. It takes any enjoyment out of actually putting shit together and getting skills and that kind of thing. Um, So that was that. Then I fucking saw a mobile game version of it. And I was like, this is too. And then I got that (laughs) and I can't stop playing it. It's been a shit, but it's so much fun. Like, I don't know how a mobile game could be better than that. Than, than you know an actual actual game I, I guess. yeah but, uh, the, the almost full price what yeah is yeah like it's a 40 dollar thing compared to a 40. free thing that there's some discrepancy there for fucking sure um yeah that's fun to toilet and play a couple of matches and then go on your way um fuck no um and then i did also today i got uh age of wonders planet Vault, which i've been looking forward to hell yeah for some time just because it was a sci-fi 4x and there have been a glut of fantasy 4x's and this is basically sid meyer's alpha centauri meets XCOM, and it's amazing it is the fastest 4x game i have ever played i managed to uh do two full campaigns today or two full maps i should say um it's good it's so good yeah you is it upgrade your fucking units weapons and you can take them directly out to the field and see how it affects everything. And then get your ass stomped by a bunch of people <laughs> riding dinosaurs with fucking lasers on their heads. Like, it's great. <laughs> I mean, you had me at dinosaurs with fucking lasers on their heads. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. I think that's cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, Trace, what you got? Fuck, I did nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I, uh, I played I played World of Warcraft. Which, the Curse of WoW. I, yeah, the Curse of WoW. I can't believe that WoW has actually still kept me entertained and we're progressing through uh, Mythic Plus. I can't believe well. it either, man. <laughs> and you know what's funny is, so before when That's I hilarious. was like, yeah, it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate you. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> concentration but, broken yeah no before when i talked about this patch i was like oh i'm uh i'm really excited because they're gonna put in this gear that's not randomized well guess what i've already like out leveled most of it i don't fucking deal with it at all all i do is mythic uh mythic plus keystones and i'm having a ton of fun dude, so yeah but uh I'll allow it also you i think you'll allow this i finally saw a game for that's on vr that i said I want VR to play that. And that is Takelings, which is the funnest looking fucking game I think I've ever seen. I've played it. It's you played fun. it? It's fucking fun. 
I want to play it so bad. So the premise is like, it's like Mario Party, but you are the person with the VR headset is trying to fuck up the other player in the mini game. So in one case, you're shooting nails from two nail guns to try and prevent them from getting to your shit on your workbench because they're little. Another one, you have to like search all through a kitchen to try and find them and kill them. And another one is they are hidden in the walls and you have to use like a stud finder or I guess a takeling finder to find the takeling and then smash them with a hammer. Yeah. So it's like this. um, And that's in VR. Yeah. So it's like this asymmetric thing where like one player is in VR uh, and so like other games have done this and I think games that do this are fucking great. So one player's in VR and they're seeing in first person, they're the, the dude, the person and whoever else has controllers, they are the, the little takelings. And so they see the screen, which is like this blown out 3d view. And there's like a floating head and arms representing the person in VR. And so they have to run around and use like cover and stuff to grab items in in at least two of the three scenarios, I believe um, I only played the two of them. So like the one you're in the basement, you're like running around, just picking up these little things, trying to avoid the dude trying to shoot at you and kill you with the nail gun. Um, <laughs> and then, so one, you know, that's, that's the one and the, the stud finder one, I think is fucking brilliant. So I love just, it because you like have to sit there and fucking swing a hammer. To try so, to kill these little bastards. Yeah. So your left hand is like a stud finder and you like press it up against the wall in VR and it, it just, it feels so good somehow. It just, <laughs> good. And, I want it so bad. I wish it wasn't. A, it's like, and it's only a few mini games. I wish it wouldn't cost me fucking $600 to play. Yeah. I hope that it, it gets bigger. Like I, I hope there are more, games and they what have one of those games that just can, like constantly expands and eventually there's like a hundred different mini games that you can play that would be they could do the jackbox thing where they just explode and have yeah uh but they are so uh, so i'll finish that up real quick so you're using the stud finder and like it'll show you like an exclamation point like here's a thing right and so if you hit it with a hammer there are like little electrical boxes in the wall and if you hit three of those you lose or that's that's the end of the game right or with yeah. the timer runs out so your job as the takeling is to kind of kite the person over and make them hit one of those. But when you have this hammer in your hand, so you can literally just pound away at the wall where they're like, use your stud finder and pound around everything. And you can just open that wall up eventually. <laughs> like you are just literally destroying this wall with this hammer. And it just, it feels so good. It's a lot of fucking fun, but they are piloting like beta versions of this um, app that is essentially just a joystick and two buttons, right? So you can, Link that up. You don't need to have like four controllers. If your computer is hooked up to Wi-Fi and your phone's on the same Wi-Fi, you can hook up a controller through your phone. I can totally see them doing more of like a Jackbox thing where like, okay, the the person who's not in VR now, like this is the hypothetical non-VR version, is sitting in front of the screen seeing like sort of a first person view. I mean, it, it, they would have to change how the game plays, you know, because you don't have like independent action and stuff. But you could have the person seeing the first person view there and then the people on their phones getting the third person view and kind of running around and jumping around like that, like that, that would be ideal to get it to the most people. I don't know that they're going to do that. I don't know if they have even thought of doing that because the VR stuff feels so fucking good, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Takelings house party is the full name. Right. Up. But yeah, honestly, I, I don't, I don't think I watched a damn thing. I, I finished the rest of queer eye, which was awesome. And uh, honestly, been mythics queer eye and did, did listening to tool nice <laughs> lyle and matt did you watch any queer eye by any chance 
No, I did not. That's fair. All right. Uh, well, I did some <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, the first thing I want to talk about is the Division 2. They got that update out that has the, like, expeditions on the outside. Oh, I actually need to log back in. Um, so there's two new missions on the outside of uh, DC, and then there's the expedition thing, which is, like, this pseudo open world map and you're you have like three different sections that unlock on a week by week basis so i think the next one is unlocked now i need to check that but it's a it's a cool like so for the the season pass people they have these like little extra missions right and they're super small but it has a lot of like exploration and like minor puzzle solving happening so this kind of expands that there's a lot of exploration it's like oh follow follow the wire and then solve the fucking fuse box puzzle you know so it, it adds more than just like shooting people over and over again uh so i thought the expeditions were really cool and then once you complete that you get um an exotic item i think it's like a i think it's gloves or something um but the two new missions are like they're more division missions but they look really fucking cool one of them is in a zoo and oh dang that like, is cool secretly the best thing about the division is their fucking mission like settings and both of these missions do really fucking well with that. They nice. they both are are not only like pretty looking, but they're also really cool to go through these missions. And they're they're kind of lengthy too. So um, if you're looking for a reason to dive back into the division, you got at least a couple missions to do there. Uh, and then like other updates in inside of the you know the regular game, the matchmaking and the raid and all that stuff. I um, mean, the best part of it for me was not having to pull my gun out and just throw down seeker mines the whole live long day and blow shit up so yeah right um <laughs> oh i should also say the two new missions there um you get one of the new guns for beating each of them so i got the i got the stoner lmg which has a 200 round mag um does a lot less damage than my regular 150 but it's got a lot of fucking bullets man it's, it's <laughs> really cool because i got the extended mag on it and all this other shit and then uh the fucking holster that reloads your gun whenever you switch to your pistol like oh god it feels so good <laughs> anyway that's the division two uh maybe one day we'll get to that fucking raid who knows uh also out now is madden 20 uh played a little bit of that i don't have too much to say about it i mean it's, it's madden uh still has the madden jank to it which you'll see like you'll be on a run play and you'll see like a blocker go out and just do nothing for you so that's cool um but the big thing that they added were these like x-factor people so like tom brady for instance is one of the best quarterbacks in the game so when you throw i think it's five passes for more than five yards when you complete five passes for more than five yards his x factor kicks in and so he has additional abilities like with whatever stat it is he has an additional five hot routes i think so you know when you line up on the line you're like oh i want my receiver to do something else he has additional ones of those and i think that's really fucking cool um there are others like um on the browns miles garrett pass rusher if you get two sacks, you have like a bigger advantage on like power moves against the offensive line. So it makes you a lot better at putting pressure on the quarterback, which I think is, you know, that's a realistic and be a fun thing to add to the game. And I was afraid coming into it that these are going to be like super overpowered, but they're they're really not um, for it. For Miles Garrett's instance here, you get the two sacks, you get in the X factor. If you give up 10 yards or more, it takes the X factor away. So you're not playing the rest of the game with like your super powered quote unquote player. Uh, it just, it really makes you work for it and then work to keep it. And I think the balance yeah. is nice. So I think so. The, so it's a football RPG. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, it's always been a football RPG for like the past five years or so, but I, I haven't played it since like 2000. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, 
you've been getting experience for a long time. So like that type of RPG is there. This is, I don't even know what to describe this as like, it's not really an RPG element, but uh, you, you know, you get, you get rewarded based on your play and then you get a little better. And then if you suck, you get dropped back down. So <laughs> um, it's cool. It feels good. I mean, my Browns have a really fucking good team now on paper. So I'm into that. <laughs> <sighs> Haters gonna hate. I get it. Um, <laughs> let's see. I also played. Fuck. I played Arma Contact, which is. Oh. The, uh, how do I put this? This is the Alien mod or mod. <laughs> this is the Alien DLC for the hyper realistic Arma Three. And it's funny when you boot it up. There's like a disclaimer that pops up, and they're like, "Hey, while we love doing." this hyper-realistic military sim, we always had this, like, what-if stuff in our head, right? So here's a fun little campaign that has aliens in it and shit. And the first thing that I notice is they really are trying to be funny. Like, a lot of the characters that you talk to are just trying real hard to make you laugh, and it just didn't work at all. Uh. Um, But it starts out really cool, so you're... You're in, in the middle of a forest and like it's raining and like shit's going crazy and you get a call and they're like, hey, they blew up our APC. Come help us. And all this shit's going down and you're doing, you know, your your objectives here. And all of a sudden you get snuck up from behind and you find out it's been a training simulation the whole time. So they're like, oh, you like you suck. We got you. And then the shit kind of calms down. You're in this like training area and then you're running around doing like fucking totally meaningless tasks. Right. And then one of your commanding officers is like, hey, go help this dude. Uh, map out this target range for our plane like we're trying to test these bombs and we want to you know we want you to mark the range for us but the, the thing's not working so you go up there you pick up the binoculars and you're like oh shit like something's weird about this it's not working and you do something real quick and it's like oh i found the coordinates and you give them the coordinates well turns out since you know this is an alien thing they were fucking with your system right like <laughs> that's why it wasn't working like you realize that pretty quick then the plane flies overhead and bombs your fucking base killing like most of the people in it because the coordinates were off and then it just pops up it's like alien contact like here you go we're gonna fucking throw you into shit <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty Graceful. like it was, it was like a not terrible way to start that you know and that was like a neat idea only the next thing that you do is like a fetch quest and it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh it's it's really weird seeing these like sci-fi characters and stuff inside of an arma game and i mean if you like arma it's a nice change of pace but i doubt it's why anyone owns arma so <laughs> yeah yeah i don't doubt they'll pay 30 bucks for it but who knows <laughs> um, i also picked up um a game called hide or die just came out uh, I've been watching this for quite a while. It's a lot like Dead by Daylight in that you have your like survivor people and there's like a killer around. I don't really understand like what's happening in the game yet because you you're hiding from a killer. You're killing like ads essentially that pop up every now and then that are, you know, you hit them twice with a shovel and they die. You're activating these like darkness miners and and gaining darkness points. If you get enough of them, you can change into a killer. And then you go kill people <laughs> for, okay. for some reason, for some reason, there is a reason to switch back to a survivor. And then when the round is over, I want to say like two or three of the survivors with the most points have to defend the extraction point from the other survivor. So it's just huh. like this. It's got a lot going on that doesn't really like fit together, but I will say it feels really good. Like it's the first multiplayer game that's ever like given me chills. Like the, the atmosphere is, is fucking cool. And then like, 
when you start hearing like your heartbeat go up when like the killer's near and you hop in a locker it just it does that shit pretty well uh oh. it's like it's dude, less you said hop in a locker and it gave me heartburn dude i fucking See? hate that <laughs> yeah metal gear solid was a tough time uh, <laughs> See, I'm still early in it. It was like 20 bucks. Uh it's it's early access right now, so there's obviously like polish and stuff that is hopefully going to happen. But I'm liking what I see so far. It's it's different. Um but you know me, I really like those asymmetric multiplayer stuff. I think that's that's my niche right there. So mm. I had to I had to check it out. Lastly, uh Jacob's not here and he didn't even pick it this year anyway. Church in the Darkness finally came out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, um, I I didn't look too far into this game, right? Uh-huh. But this is not what I was expecting at all. It's essentially a like isometric a uh, Metal Gear Solid game kind of. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> so so the coolest thing about this game and there are maybe like two dozen different endings to this game, which I think is pretty neat, but it has like sort of a procedurally generated story to it in that they adapt to your actions and and stuff like that. And even like when you start out, things can be different. The whole point of this is you are infiltrating this like church. I will, I will say that word. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. So this church is relocated to South America from the United States Mm -hmm. due to, you know, there's, there's a lot of politics in this game (laughs) and I'm not really sure what they're trying to say because the church is seeking freedom for their like religious views and their socialist views. And throughout the compound, you're hearing the two leaders, the the man and wife, uh, like speaking over the intercom constantly and just talking shit about like Jimmy Carter and all this other shit. There's like posters of Che Guevara on the walls <laughs> set, in, set in 77, by the way. Um, so, <laughs> so this stuff's more topical, uh, but you're, you're a family member of this person named Alex and your mission as handed down to you from your mom is to go into the compound and get your brother out. Sounds like that movie. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. (laughs) Like all those movies, like for sure. Um, But in gameplay, you're just running around, you're running around this like forest area. There's like buildings and shit. And you have what they describe as like a not very good disguise. You can't get close to anyone except conveniently the people you need to talk to, to get story beats and stuff. And (laughs) you're just, you're running around. You can start with an item. You can start with either a med kit or a gun at the very outset. And you're just moving isometrically and you see other people, right? You can hold B to show their vision cone, which will either be like red, yellow, or green, depending on whether they're going to shoot you. Just think you're fucking weird and should get away. Or you can talk to them. And if you run into the cone, the people will shoot at you. And then if you just keep running, they're just like, eh, all right. And then they turn around and just go back to what the fuck they were doing. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and so at, at one point I just started fucking booking it through areas. Right. I'm like, I need to get over here. I don't want to navigate around this maze of moving people who can see me. I'm just going to run. And you know, they fired some shots. They hit me like once or twice, but I made it through. And then I was in another safe area. It's it, at no point. Did any of them like, Hey, we should call this in and let everybody else know that there's a fucking (laughs) intruder here. Yeah. (laughs) There were alarm towers that I could disable. Not one time were they used. That's weird. (laughs) And so it's just this like super strange thing. Like, I don't, I thought there was going to be more, I don't, I don't know, interaction with the cult. 
like gameplay elements. I don't know. So the so whole what thing you're is, saying is, if you had drafted it, you would be bummed right now. I don't. I don't actually know. Like I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how it's being received. Actually, I just know oh. I am receiving it not awesomely. <laughs> I can tell <laughs> that much. Um. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't know what else to say about it. It's just super weird and not what I expected. And literally just like I got to Alex, my brother in maybe 10 minutes, I had to speak to two people. And the second person was like, Oh yeah, he's right here. Let me mark your map. His house is right here. I walked into the house. <laughs> I was like, Hey Alex, come home. And he's like, no, like you should go talk to the leaders. Like they'll convince you, but I'm not leaving. And then it popped up. It was like leave with or without Alex. And I was like, okay, <laughs> fucking <laughs> that's ending number one down. I guess I, I didn't oh, actually wow. go to the exit, but um yeah i don't i don't really know how to feel about it like maybe maybe if you do play it like several times and you get like different stories and you're like oh this is kind of neat like they're they're doing some shit here there's just nothing to the gameplay the gameplay is run uh if you sneak up behind somebody you can either subdue them or kill them if you kill one person no matter how obscure and that nobody ever finds their body everybody knows about it i don't know how oh that's Uh, weird if they shoot and kill you, they just capture you. And then you just open the door to the cage and walk out and start your mission over again. It, and then there's like a search mechanic. There's not really like a hide in bushes. You just kind of have to break line of sight by like going around a corner. Um, when you hold the button to see their vision cone, you like walk at a crawl. So you can't just like run and hold it. Like that's, that's not a thing. I don't know. It just is. Can you knock Alex out and just take him? I didn't try, but I think there was a kill prompt at some point. Ooh. And I thought, like, maybe, just maybe, I should just take this fucker out. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, he didn't make it. Take the shot. <laughs> they got crazy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that they possibly have something to say about stuff. I don't know. But I think it plays badly, and it currently has a 55 <laughs> on Metacritic. So, Ooh. yeah, that's Church in the Darkness. Huh. But that's, that's it. That's all I did. Oh, I didn't do and anything. Do- so that's not entirely true. I mean, I did stuff. It's just, I didn't do anything new. Oh, okay. So, uh, so wow. No, I rewatched creep and creep Two. Oh, fucking so good. Of course. And then, uh, also resolution and the endless also so good. Um, <laughs> this time around, because I watched it in the right order, I actually kind of enjoyed it a little bit more, even like you the do word, pick up on these little I things that you're like, Oh, shit, cool. I've seen resolution. So I need to do that as well. Yeah. What is resolution about? It's just about the tweaker, the gun nut tweaker and his homie. You like, he runs. Oh, into okay. Him okay. Point. Okay. Yeah. So it is not related to the other two people at all. Well, they're in it. Is it like a concurrent thing? It's, it's so cool, man. So you run I, in like when when he runs into him the the main guy runs into the two brothers and some other dude i can't remember which other one it was but anyways he runs into them down at the river and they're like waxing poetic about this god and their mission and all this other shit and he's like nah i'm good thanks and he leaves and then later on when the one brother runs into him he's like hey it's justin from and he's like, oh, yeah, from the river. No, nah, we don't want any. And he's like, no, nah, I'm trying to get away from that. Like, we're good. It, it's just hmm. so weird, like, the way that the timing works out. And when you watch them back to back like that, it's pretty, pretty. All right. I have, I will have to watch that. I yeah, really should. liked the endless. So, well, cool. Yeah, that was about it. And then I did a lot more of what I did last week. And I kind of started playing Planet Fall. Um, but I had screaming kids that were having a good time. So I was distracted. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I'm I gonna, think that's a game you don't really want to be distracted when you play it. No, I, I'm going to get more into that. I played just a tiny, tiny bit in like maybe the first five minutes of the tutorial. Uh, I do think it's fucking wild that it's XCOM with a hex grid instead of a square grid. Uh-huh. Like that, that really fucks me up when I'm trying to take cover and shit. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm going to play some more of that for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for us. Yeah, I'm going to so. go play some Destiny. All right, well, you go play some Destiny. I'm going to go eat. Trace is going to go do something. And I'm going to take my reward and get the fuck out. Yeah, and do the social thing. It's in the show notes. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>